Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. My name is David. And I'm Zach. Oh, you have a setup here. <laughs> yeah, like, I finally got the thing back. Cool. I think I am. Nope, I don't. Yeah, you should. It's somewhere. This is the internet's premier Star Trek fan it's podcast. It's been said. It's been said um, on the, uh, in the bars of Tatooine. What? What? Anyways, um, today we're coming at you with uh, <laughs> Star Trek. Anyways. Anywho. Um... Star Trek Enterprise. That's right. Season two. What do we do though here? Oh, you're right. I forgot. I get getting a little ahead of myself. He was just jumping right into it, and I, I, I get it. It's been a long week. We got to get these ones out. It's been a long road. Getting from <laughs> to here. So, well, Zach, since you asked, what we do is we review Star Trek episodes, start date by star date, one episode at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, today we're doing Star Trek Enterprise season two, episode eight. The name of the episode is "The Communicator." Star date unknown. And uh, that sounds like the name to a Steven Seagal movie. The Communicator. Communicator. Oh my god! Yeah, to North Korea. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I don't really watch Steven Seagal movies. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've heard his first one's actually really good. Yeah, man. Before he got fat, like after he got fat, he kind of just like half like karate chops people and they like fall <laughs> over dead. And it's like, come on. There was a, uh, yes, it's actually this episode, The Communicator, when dad gets punched. There's a real Batman style punch yeah. sound. <laughs> and he jumps. At one point, you're, we're, we're going to see Malcolm on the ground, right? And he's on the ground, and he's like, uh... And then when they go to pick him up, he moves before he gets picked up. (laughs) (laughs) Which, you know, just... Really makes me wonder why I've never seen him in other things. Yeah. (laughs) An actor of this caliber. (laughs) What's the the synopsis here on this one? Well, I'll give you a little synopsis. Before you get there... Yeah, go for it. uh, Stark... 
Companion is on all major podcasting platforms. That's right. Spotify included. We uh, have a Patreon. You can find it, Patreon, the Star Companion. We would enjoy your uh, contribution and support. Really means a lot to us. Or if you're not, you know, if you're not okay with doing that, why don't you send us an email? Hate or love, I don't care, at thestarcompanion at gmail.com. I would love that. We would love that. Even if a it lot. was a hate mail, I would love it. I might enjoy it more if you hate it. I want to. <laughs> that's weird. I want to get to a point where we get fan mail mm-hmm. and like we can hang up like little crayon drawings behind us, like from our like younger listeners. That would okay. be fun. You think we get a lot of younger listeners on here? I don't know. A lot Just of kids. Whenever I see the mailbag episodes on like YouTube channels, it's always like little fucking shitty pencil drawings and shit. Hey, little Johnny. <laughs> Why don't we send an email, you know, a little drawing into your favorite podcast? Why don't you play us the next episode, little Johnny? It's Voxala. Uh, yeah. It's all cum jokes. Oh, no. <laughs> I have a feeling we skew older. Yeah, I think so, too. But, um... There's nothing wrong with the younger generation. Uh, yeah, and if you're of the Listen older generation, that. send us a crayon drawing. Your <laughs> finest crayon drawing of God knows what. I don't care. <laughs> I would just like to have it, and honestly, I would probably frame it and put it up, and you'd see it in our videos. Yeah. Send us your best crayon drawings. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I can't wait to receive those. Troy. Any, anyway, yeah, Troy. Anyways, um... To give a little synopsis for this episode, um, the episode starts with Dad, um, Archer, um, Reed, and Hoshi returning from a unknown alien planet. Do we ever get a name for these folks? Woo! That was a hell of a of an away mission, am I right, guys? <laughs> oh boy! Time to peel off these foreheads and. Well, you know, I I need more time in the gym. <laughs> yeah. That hike really took the. The vape is out of me. Thanks, Hoshi. I could spend all day in that temple. So, David, what do you think? Do you think she needs more time in the gym? No. Okay. I'd say she needs less time. How about that uh, Kaltari uh, speech that we didn't get to see? Really reminded Reed of Winston Churchill, huh? You know, what about Kaltari, a... Kaltari. What about a Brit from... No, Kal- the Kaltari is the name of the guy. Oh, okay. Chancellor Kaltari or whatever. That's right. Uh, what about, you know, like a 2100 to 2200 famous British man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, That's a classic question, by the way. It's like, why are they always referencing 20th century? Just make centuries? something up. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I think we're all okay with that. They made up Klingon opera. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Everything right? has to be trapped in the 20th and 21st if it, century. If it's British or American. Yeah. So... I'm going to jump into your synopsis here. Go for it. Reed can't find his communicator. Nope. And he goes, maybe a pickpocket or something. So you're telling me you've got the first warp five class fucking ship. You're traveling the cosmos. (laughs) You're out there with your cannons and your phasers and your replicators and shit. And you didn't come up with any sort of defense against getting your fucking communicator stolen yeah it doesn't shock somebody jesus christ you don't have a pocket that you can't get picked from it's a great that's a great point 
the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and uh, yeah, and on that point, you know, when he discovers that it's missing, they go over to their their Google Earth um, computer, <laughs> and I love I love the future version of Google Earth because it's somehow shittier than how real Google Earth is. Oh, Did you notice man. that? No, it totally was. I'm gonna say it now. Oh no, it's the next episode. I'll say okay. it. Okay. Yeah, which just remind me on the topic of a shitty version of something that wasn't around when the show was okay. made. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Google Earth was around at the time. Hell when no, was that wasn't here. around yeah. at the time. I'm going to jump ahead, and I'll revisit it in the next episode. Okay, before you jump ahead... Um, well, you said I'm jumping ahead, and then you said okay. Oh, so well, I'm, I'm going back I'm, now. Oh. I'm jumping back. Fuck. Um, oh. That's a fun fact, everybody. If someone <laughs> jumps ahead and the other person decides to jump back, the jump back takes uh, initiative, precedent. Yeah, it does. You gotta jump back before you jump Always. jump ahead. So you know, trip or not trip, Reed. Reed basically confesses. I don't know what happened to my communicator, Captain. Uh, Captain, I'm I'm willing to take any any. Um, beat me, Daddy. Beat me, Daddy. <laughs> I'm willing to take Give any, me your punishment. I'm willing to take any punishment that Starfleet hands down to me. And Dad says, how about a good old flogging? Yeah, right? I miss those. Those were fun. <laughs> and that reminded me of one of my favorite flogging scenes um, in Starship Troopers. Johnny Rico. Mm, mm-hmm. Live fire drill. Mm-hmm. Guy gets shot in the head mm-hmm. and they have to whip him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, was a great, that was a great movie. He goes, they whip him. He goes, Johnny. <laughs> and they whip him again. Johnny Rico. <laughs> right? Tatonka. Or wait, no, what does he say? Kunta Kinte. Kunta Kinte, yeah. Yeah, Johnny right. Rico, Kunta Kinte. Yeah, that's a good reference, man. Thanks, <laughs> dude. My mind really works when I watch Star Trek, I guess. <laughs> Making all kinds of free associations. Um. Anyhow. So, yeah, so anyway... You know, uh, they decide, they search everywhere. They search the shuttle bay, the shuttle, they search wherever. Reed don't have it. <clears throat> He's going to get a flogging. And they go back down, they got to re-put their foreheads on. And Trip goes, hey, Dad, why don't you let me down there? I'd like to help. And he goes, no, Trip, I think I need you in here. Oh, come on, I'm a regular bloodhound, Dad, let me <laughs> out there. So... It makes me wonder. So he's like a hunting guy, right? That's the analogy that's going on. Trip, trip's a hunting guy. He's just from Florida, man. There's all the, kinds he's, of crazy he's, backwoods. He's shit. the Panhandle, Florida. So he, at one point in early on, he says he's kind of from the Panhandle area. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna spoil it for you. His sister is going to die. And where they show where she dies at? South Beach. It's definitely not the panhandle. They're all over the place. Interesting. Yeah. We'll get there. We'll get there. We're already like halfway through season two. It's been yeah. pretty quick. Yeah. We're, we're this trucking. This is maybe uh, a third through. We're trucking right now. Trucking. Trucking. Down to the panhandle of <laughs> Florida. Fucking. Fucking. So uh, Reed and, and Archer go back down to the surface to find this communicator. And um, where do they go, though? They go to a tavern. They go to a tavern. That's right. What and does that tavern remind you of? 
It reminds me of the underground bar in Unglorious Bass. Inglorious Bass. You're right. It does. Yeah. The exact same scene. Yeah. You got the guys in the suits, you know, over there. Yeah. They're looking at him. They're still going on with their <laughs> drink. Sigh or whatever. Yeah. He does it wrong. Say out Wiedersehen to your Nazi balls. It's <laughs> my favorite line from that fucking movie. And so they end up in this tavern and uh, we. Uh, Reed breaks out his little scanner and they find that it's in another room so they both they both get up to go look for it which I found to be odd I'm jumping back go for it which as you know Mm -hmm. takes precedence yes it does over jumping ahead that's been established um (laughs) (laughs) Reed whips out his scanner and he's scanning and then dad goes "Mm," and Reed knows that that means oh I gotta put my scanner away because the popo's coming around the corner and then the guy goes, do you guys want anything? <laughs> oh, well, give us a minute. Oh, well, we've got some good, you know, Miller Bach that just came in. <laughs> well, we'll take two of those. And then he whips it back out as soon as the cop leaves. <laughs> he doesn't even say we'll take two. He just says, sounds good. Yeah, that's right. He says, sounds good. We got some Miller. <laughs> sounds good. That. Um. That's kind of an ambiguous thing, right? Again. Like, what dictates bar Kurt, like you know manners you know like if you go to a bar on another planet sounds good means i'll have that again we're assuming <laughs> that like the food and shit's good to drink you know ever since you said what the fuck are fish i like i just can't anymore like i'm just like they walk into the bar he nods at somebody i'm like why is that okay but why planet? are you nodding there <laughs> yeah you shouldn't nod there i don't think that was okay does he know what the nod means yeah sounds good two brew houses and it's like aren't those beers and you're like nah well i mean like a brew house is kind of like a beer except it's alien and we don't know if it's going to affect my internal organs, you know. It's I alien let the, malt. I let the dog drink it first because I brought him down to the bar and bar, you know, I, I have so many problems with the protocol. And Enterprise, you I just blew it open, dude. <laughs> like, I can't look at anything anymore. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, they both get up to go look for this communicator and they, they decide that it might be best to just wait it out and they go back out to the bar and they get ambushed. I will say, though, they made that scene very tense. They did, yeah. They did a good job with the tension there. They did. And they they go out to the the bar. They get ambushed. Reed, you'd think Reed being a tactical officer would have a little bit more decorum, but he gets knocked out first. No, they have a good old rigmarole in the bar. A brouhaha. Fucking Christ. (laughs) Good old-fashioned bar fight. You ever been in a bar fight, Craig? (laughs) (laughs) Kevin Garnett said that to Craig. I know. Yeah. I know. Anyways. Rest in peace, Craig Sager. Yeah. Goofy ass suits. And so they <laughs> they get Burn that suit, Craig. <laughs> the lime thong, everything. <laughs> and so uh they get they get captured by these guys and they have a very Nazi vibe to them. Did you get it's that? It's a very Nazi vibe. Yeah. It is a very Nazi vibe, and I don't like them. <laughs> I don't like um damn Nazis. Yeah. And um so you know they get captured. To Paul up at up at the ship, she assumes the worst. She starts putting together some plans, right? And this is where Trip reveals that the whole time, in all two and a half seasons, two and a third seasons, they've had a Solobon ship on board. A cloaked 
enabled Suleban ship. And I was like, ah, oh, how convenient. That would have been great two episodes ago when the Klingons were threatening those deuterium miners. You could have just had it hovering over the deuterium mine as soon as they showed up. Pew, pew, just blew them up. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Nice. What are fish? Yeah, what are fish? Could have been, it could have, you know. <laughs> Where was this ship? How come this is the first time we're hearing about this ship? They stole that ship the first fucking episode, the first and second episode. And now it's two and a third seasons later. One and a third. Well, Tripp's been working on it in his free time. He has, yeah. So God knows that'll take forever because he couldn't ever get around to fixing the whole plating or the squeak in dad's thing. (laughs) Quarters. Maybe he should take a look at that chair. Dad doesn't look too comfortable in the chair. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, good foreshadowing. Thanks. So anyways, they uh Trip sets to work on this on this thing and uh as him and Travis are working on it, um suddenly they they engage the cloak and Trip's arm gets cloaked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, half his arm gets cloaked. I mean, you know, you know the first thing I would do? I'd jerk off. I would too. Be like, oh my god, that's my right hand? Yeah. Stranger in the tub. Whoa. <laughs> it's like I'm jerking myself off, but I'm not. I can't see yeah. it. <laughs> Fucking trip, dude. Of course that happens to him. Do you think if you rub it on your dick too much, your dick will go invisible too? Oh my god. That would be my, that would be my concern. So they get beat up by these fucking space Nazis, right? They do. Meanwhile, back on the on the surface, they get beat up by space Nazis. And they're, like, in some holding cell, and they're, you know, bruised and battered, and Reed goes, I wonder if the guard would give us some Epsom salts. Does he say that? Yeah. I fucking miss that. <laughs> I wonder if the guard would bring us some Epsom salts. Not likely, Reed. What the fuck are Epsom salts? You never use Epsom salts? No, I'm just saying, like, they're, like if he was to ask the guard... If he was to ask him, yeah, yeah they'd, they'd be, be like, like, Epsom salt? We got these Fernarchy you... salts. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even use salt. What is salt? Oh, well, salt's something on our planet that we use to flavor our food. Oh, no, we don't eat food flavored. <laughs> That's the risk they're running right. there, you know? <laughs> I'm tired of getting this oatmeal every day for 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 food. What the fuck are it's oats? oats. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so so they start questioning them. They right? start questioning they're them. They're like they're like what you know who are you? What the fuck's going on? You know, we we stole your communicator. We have it right here. And, and in fact, a couple of minute, minutes ago someone named Paul called for you. Mm-hmm. Are you you you're a captain? What are you, a captain of a pleasure boat? Yeah, I got that right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I suppose you're the captain of a pleasure boat. <laughs> Maybe I am. We're visitors, not spies. They insist. Visitors from where? They insist. Then the jig is up. They get beat up, and oh my god, Reed's blood is red. Dad gets Isn't punched. Isn't that funny? That's the tell? Yeah, that's the tell. Sir, sir, his Fernarchy is red, <laughs> you know, because they don't yeah. have blood there. Right. 
Fernarki? He's bleeding. Yes, I He's know. Fernarking. I know. His Fernarki is red. Because, <laughs> you know, blood doesn't exist, so bleeding. Therefore, oh, Fernarking yeah. him. No, I know. Yeah. You blew it open, dude. You blew it fucking open. I'm sorry I ruined that for you. That's You'll never okay. be able to go back. So, so it, go ahead. Back on the ship. Yeah. Trips, like, my fucking arm's invisible now. I gotta go to Dr. Flox. And he, he goes to Dr. Flox and he's like, yeah, it'll come back. Eh, don't worry about it. It'll be back in Just a couple days. Just some stealth tech. And Trip is like... Stealth tech? What is stealth? Yeah. We don't have a word for that. Is that some Genobulin word? And Trip is like... Just language is just, it's impossible now. <laughs> um, so, you I know. get there's a universal translator, yeah. but you're telling me you've got the nuance of an idiom from a fable? Yeah. No way. Yeah. No. <laughs> Fuck that. So, anyways, Trip goes over to Dr. Dr. Flox well, and says... Well, Holocaust. Holocaust? Oh. the hell does that mean? Huh? Sorry. So, uh... Can I call you Dave? You can call me Dave. <laughs> so it goes over to Flox, and he says, Flox, what am I supposed to do with this one one arm of mine? And Flox goes over to a little cage and cuts off a monkey's arm and sews it onto his. <laughs> monkey? Yeah, I just thought it'd be funny, you know, because he's... What's he's... a monkey? <laughs> Don't do this to me, dog. <laughs> Sorry. I just thought it'd be funny if like all of Flox's fixes are, oh, yeah. like, are like holistic. You he know, he puts an eel on him. Yeah, <laughs> it'll grow. He's got like an yeah. eel arm. He goes over to shake, you know, Dad's hand and just starts sucking his blood. <laughs> okay, so I will say we're going a little Futurama with Star Trek, aren't we? <laughs> So they're talking about, oh, we need to do something about this. We kind of know where there are. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, oh, they're over here, and there's military this, and, you know, shooters that. And Trav goes, it's not a hotel. <laughs> yes. Thanks, Travis. Got that, dog. Fuck, bro. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. It's a compound of some sort. <clears throat> Was he joking? Was he trying to be funny? Or is that honest? Was it honest? That's not a hotel. Yeah, dog. Thank you. You know what it might be? Is like... I've, Bad writing? Yeah, that. That. <laughs> number one. I've heard... I heard someone talking one time. They were a writer for a show. And they said that there's a, there's a, th a concept called... Uh, I think it's called juggling or something in writing. Where basically if you don't keep mentioning something, it goes away. So basically, what he's maybe what he was trying to do is like, oh, that's not a hotel. Oh yeah, and then in, subconsciously in the in the in the viewer's mind, it's like, oh yeah, that's right, they're in a fucking prison. But asshole, two thumbs assholes, down, Trav. Assholes like you and me to fucking tear this shit <laughs> apart. It's not a hotel. Yes, thanks. Yeah. So you know what they decide to do to Dad and Reed, right? They're gonna they're gonna execute him. Why are they going to execute him though? Well, because they do some they do some scans on him. Well, first of all, apparently their their Navy and Air Force take conspiracy theory seriously. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> they have a picture of it's the, not the U.S. <laughs> yeah, they have a picture of the ship that showed up 
Oh and, no! And, and rather than saying, "Ah, oh, that's nothing." What no is worries. this unidentified aerial they phenomenon? They take it seriously. <laughs> they take it seriously. I was like, "Why are fucking air sports is shitty?" Wow. Yeah. And so, um, well, and furthermore, so the doctor scans him. They're like, "Yo, I, they're not of us. They got lungs and shit. <clears throat> I, they got whatever those are. They need extra vertebrate." Yeah. So here's my question. Would you really jump to, based on the data given to you, would you really jump to to a genetically modified super soldier? I would honestly be like, that's an alien. (laughs) 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 That was me, you know, not... I mean, I get McCarthyism and being super paranoid about what's going on, but also they bleed red and their bodies aren't the same, and you know what, we've cut the other side open and they look exactly the same, so why... But you know what? You know how they can get to the bottom? They can execute them and then harvest their organs. That's right. Organs. Organs. That's right. And you know what? That reminded me of something as well. Did you know? This is something. This is David's little corner called Did You Know? Um, <laughs> did you know that there was actually a unit in World War II, a Japanese unit called, uh, called the Unit 731? Have you ever heard of this? No. He's texting on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I gotta, I gotta be sweet. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, anyways, there's there was a unit called Unit Seven Thirty One. <laughs> it was a Japanese unit, and they basically they did they did tests on people in China. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yo, the Japanese were savage to the yeah. Chinese. And basically, at the end of the war, we gave them, we gave them clemency. Yeah. And we also we also you know. Anybody who said, hey, the Japanese did some fucked up shit, we said, ah, it's propaganda. But anyways, that's kind of what this reminded me of. I mean, I, I don't think it's it's as... Uh, as egregious? E- yeah, egregious or yeah. evil is what the Japanese did, but that I, I think maybe that might have been like a theme. You have, you ever, have, you ever, have you ever read about the rape of Nanking? Yeah, man, it was brutal, dude. Oh, okay. Yeah, for our listeners who don't know about that, Google the rape of Nanking. The Japanese were absolute savages and monsters to the yeah. Chinese in World War Two. And if you're if you're a you know if you're a real history buff, it's called the rape of Nanjing. Oh God! <laughs> this guy's getting a fucking dialogue nonsense. <laughs> yeah. Which reminds me, I saw something about Japan that I wanted to ask you about. Keep keep talking. I'll I'll find it. <laughs> So anyways, they, you know, Trip and and Mayweather basically, you know, they got to rescue Captain real quick. They got to, you know, there's a sense of urgency to this. And, um, you know, there though there is a sense of urgency to them figuring out how the cloaking works on the Suliban ship. You know, they're also trading a couple barbs, you know. Trip says, hey, look at my look at my uh, invisible arm. It's hard to work with this. And Trav says, it might be helpful on movie night if you want to bring a date. Okay, I'm glad in you case, brought this down. In case you want to steal some popcorn. It's like, actually, I want to steal I want to steal like a handful of tit. Or, you know, give your butt a handy. Or, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the way they should have set this up is it's like, well, I mean, if you want to give Trip a hand job, you know, no one's going to know it's you because it's invisible. <laughs> but because Trip's arm went invisible... You know, they're like alluding to this, like, or if you want to steal some popcorn. <laughs> but in reality, it should have been, you know, maybe finger bang your girl or something, <laughs> and no one will know. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna grab a handful of pussy. 
Like that great 20th century president, Donald Trump. I know they're big for referencing people like that. I didn't mean to say great. You do you, dude. I didn't mean to say great. <laughs> but, so that's my whole, yeah, steal some popcorn. Bitch, I paid for this popcorn. How about I stay home for a home movie night? This is my popcorn. Yeah. I paid for it. <laughs> With the... Uh, Space credits. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. God, what are fish? What are fish? <laughs> Moving on. So, anyways, Dad and and Reed are basically read out, let out to execution, and mm-hmm. and and Travis and and to Paul and and Trip show up right in the nick of time. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Oh yeah, go ahead. Jumping back right yeah. before that happens. Yeah. They're gonna get hung, right? <clears throat> They're about to get hung. It's not a problem for dad. And Reed looks at dad and he goes, you know, I'm not afraid to die, right? Yes, bro. <laughs> we are fucking clear. I don't know how many times you need to tell yeah. me you want to die for country. We get it. Jesus Christ, you sorry sack. <laughs> you got 80 girlfriends at home. None of them love you, but you're ready to die for country. It sounds like a personal problem. Mm. <clears throat> it does. Yeah, he's he's really got to like convey, Dad, how much of a badass he is. Yeah, 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 I'll die for country. Yeah, I know. That's why maybe, Ugh. and I'll go out on a limb here. Maybe he's not the international inner. No, he's not intergalactic man of mystery, <laughs> because a true intergalactic man of mystery doesn't tell people how much of a badass he is. Exactly. Reed has to. Reed has to enforce it. No, dude, he's fucking... He's got a cock measure. He does, yeah. He's a cock's... Yeah, he's a cock. So, anyway, so they, <laughs> they, they devise a plan, come down. Yeah, is that what you're, where yeah you they, they devise a plan, they come down. Um, and I gotta say, man, how pissed would you be as a captain if every time... <laughs> right in the nick of time, you get, you get rescued. Mm-hmm. It'd be like, you guys couldn't show up when I was hanging out in the cell? You guys had to wait until like literally the, the the metal behind me below me was gonna drop out. I was gonna hang. You waited to right, like right every beforehand, every fucking time. <clears throat> and then when they get saved, my favorite part of the episode. Yes, Dad's like, "Let's get out of here. We gotta go. I almost got hung." What about the equipment, Dad? What about the whole thing mm-hmm. this episode is predicated <laughs> yeah. on? You fucking asshole. It all became about you, baby. The one thing that I did like about this about this episode is um, I I like the way that the fights are choreographed in this episode. So you know that the fight at the end, right? You know they show up and then all of a sudden Archer and, and Reed have a have a phase pistol and they're fighting mm-hmm. the dudes. Yeah, I've noticed a very specific fight sequence, and I think it's I think it's Dad's uh, tactics, right? Which is, if someone needs to change cover, you shoot a bunch. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And then they get to the next cover, and then you shoot a bunch, and you move, and then you shoot a bunch, and then you move. I mean, it's 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 continuous. Adds a bit of continuity to it. I love Dad. I do, too. He's really got faith in the heart. You he know? does. And, that, and that's, that's, that's what really matters to me. Yeah. And so, you know surprisingly they actually get the communicator back and they all get out alive <laughs> and, and and you know what and the people who know about them they're gonna be like that didn't happen you're lying pure fiction <laughs> didn't happen nope not this time 
And uh, the moral of the story is um, don't put your hand on <coughs> vessels that can go invisible because you end up with an invisible mole, like Trip. And this has been the Star Companion. <laughs> you can catch us on all major podcasting <laughs> networks. You can also contribute uh, to our cause on Patreon. Send us a like, favorite, um, email us at thestarcompanion at gmail.com, and um, we love you. We do. <laughs> This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.